Welcome back for episode four of the Faith is Fashionable podcast. As I prep for today's episode, I couldn't help but to sit back and reflect on the time that we're in. Not only are we in a special time, and I say special because I know some people will label what's going on in the world as troubled times, but I'm going to say special because in the midst of adversity and sickness and pain, there's still opportunity for a tremendous amount of growth. So again, in my quiet time, my prep time, I was thinking, God, you really something else. His timing is so perfect. Out of all the time in the world, you urged me to launch this podcast on March 11, 2020. During that week, this whole pandemic situation was a conversation, but it didn't really pop off. Now we're in the thick of it, and I've been given an assignment to share a message of faith and hope weekly. Although I'm extremely capable, I'm just honored that my father is so good that he would never put more on me or us than we can bear. He would never set us up to fail, and he pushes us to rise to the occasion despite any roadblocks or obstacles. That's a great father. Thank you, Lord, that when the world is telling us to slow down, sit down, and stay home, God is saying, rise up. So today's topic is, guess what? Rise up. So lately, y'all, my sleeping pattern is all the way off. My daughter's school is closed, schedule has changed, and honestly, my morning routine has changed, y'all. My family dynamic is shifting, and I'm finally starting to prioritize rest. This is big for me, y'all, because your girl is a busybody. (laughs) I feel like I always got to be doing something, and I'm working on this. So every time I fall into the trap of doing too much, the Holy Spirit convicts me like, sit down, Martha. And wait, some of y'all probably like, who is Martha? So in Luke chapter 10, um, verse 38, we learn about the story of Mary and Martha. So I'm going to tell y'all, I'm not going to read the scripture. I'm just going to give y'all like the little hood version of the story. Okay, so Martha was planning on having Jesus over for dinner. And Mary was going to come and help her set up. Now, y'all know when y'all having company over for dinner, you want to make sure everything is on point. But Jesus was coming. So everything had to be extra on point. So Martha was trying to get the house clean. She was, you know, getting out the good plates and the good spoons and all of that, making sure the food was seasoned. You know, just she wanted everything to be on point. So Jesus ended up coming in and... Mary immediately stopped helping Martha. When she saw Jesus, she just went and sat at his feet and just start, you know, just basking in his presence and just really just sitting at Jesus' feet. And Martha was like, really? Like, and she told Jesus, like, Jesus, like, you just gonna let Martha sit at your feet? You need to tell her to help me. And Jesus was like, no, Mary is doing exactly what she was supposed to do. She's doing it. She's exactly where she should be at my feet. And if you knew better, you would be at my feet too. So every time I find myself doing the most, I check myself like, Martha, sit down and be more like Mary. (laughs) The truth is the enemy loves for us to be distracted, doing the most and doing anything but seeking God and sitting at his feet for guidance. So God has been stressing the importance of rising up. Outside is closed. We ain't going nowhere, but rise up. All we want to do is snack and chill, but rise up. Y'all got work to do. Although we've all slipped into this comfortable space, 
it's time to rise up. Because if y'all don't know, like I decree and declare healing is coming our way. And this is prep time for us. So when outside open backs up <laughs> and God gives us the go, we will remember what Philippians 1 and 6 says. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So I have three points for rising up. And my first point is, don't dim your light. You ever been in a classroom or group setting and you have a great answer for a question that was asked, but you was nervous to raise your hand or stand up and talk? That used to be me. Like, your girl used to be shy, shy. Okay, but as I matured into a beautiful young lady, I realized it was a lack of confidence holding me back. I was scared to shine, and how many of us struggle with this right now as grown adults? Like, you know you have what it takes. It's your area of expertise. God already confirmed what you need to do, but you scared to shine. You scared to offend people with your glow. You don't want to come off as doing too much. But now nah, I bind that spirit of shrinking in the name of Jesus. Stop dimming your light. Shine, sis. Let me tell you something. When you get in alignment with what God see for you, you glow different. You move different. You have that unapologetic swag. And guess what? People ain't going to like it. But let me read Matthew 5 and 11 to y'all real quick. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Listen, they hated on Jesus. Like, who he think he is? He all fake holy. Where he come from? He gotta go. But Jesus wasn't phased. He was so focused on being effective. He didn't have time to dim his light. He was out here being used by God healing the sick, feeding the multitudes, and preaching the good news. He shined, okay? In Matthew 5, 14 through 16 reads, You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. I love that scripture. It's written, God called us to shine, boo. If you think I'm lying, go and read the book of Matthew and see it for yourself, okay? Matthew, I read for you guys Matthew 11, verses 12, and then I read Matthew 14 through 16, like it's in the Bible, I'm reading the NIV version, and it's clearly saying that we need to be out here shining, okay? So again, rise up and don't dim your light. This episode is brought to you by the Faith is Fashionable group. Head over to our site, faithisfashionable.com, to subscribe to our monthly newsletter, the FIF Edit, which highlights our work for the month, the latest in fashion and style, our fave beauty products, and a confidence key to keep you on point for the month. This is our gift to you, and it's free. So head over to faithisfashionable.com to join the community. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so my second point is rise up in prayer. Matthew 6 verse 6 reads, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret 
will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive you your sins. I love the book of Matthew because Jesus breaks it down real simple and gives us the blueprint. Verse 6, again, when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Prayer is very personal. It's one-on-one -on -one time with your Father. Time to be open, real, and vulnerable. He was saying in verse 8, you don't have to be fancy or do the most because your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Prayer is time for you to take all the weight off your shoulders and lay it at His feet. Prioritizing daily time to rise up in prayer has been game-changing for me. Honestly, it's impossible for me to not have a great day if I don't get that good, intimate prayer and worship time in my room. It's some things that have to die in my prayer room. And if they don't, I can't be as effective as I need to be. My attitude has to die in the prayer room. My flesh has to die. Anxiety has to die. Procrastination has to die. Self-doubt has to die. And I can go on and on. And I think I've said this every episode so far. When you choose to say yes to God, the attack comes quick. And it's not always a huge ordeal. It can be your creativity is attacked. Your self-esteem is attacked. Your mental health is attacked. Everything that you need to be effective for the kingdom. So it's mandatory to rise up in prayer daily, even a couple times if, if you really want to be covered. So again, rise up in prayer. And my third point is rise up over worry. Matthew 7 verse 25 reads, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? Do they not labor or spin? Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows what you need. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. 
And that leads me to the confidence Replace free time with prayer time. Netflix ain't going nowhere. YouTube ain't going nowhere. Instagram and Facebook ain't going nowhere. Do you want to look up in this June and realize I had three, four months to get my mind right, to seek God, to kill the distractions, and I'm still in the same place? Nah, we ain't doing that. Give some free time to God. Get quiet, read your Bible, and sit at his feet for guidance, and watch your life slowly start changing for the good. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, this will be doing here. Another one. Another one. Now I'm giving y'all a lot of scripture in this episode, and it's so good. Like I love the book of Matthew. Like go and read it for yourself. Verse 33 to 34 says, "But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well." Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I'm going to end on this note. With everything going on, it's easy to worry about what's next. But I challenge you to rise up and let your light shine. Rise up in prayer and rise up over worry, anxiety, and fear. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to episode four of the Faith is Fashionable podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram at faithisfashionable and head over to our site, faithisfashionable.com to check out our monthly newsletter, the FIF Edit. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to y'all next week. Stretch my hands to you Life like this